Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I cannot believe that you are far more concerned about me getting a dress than if I'm a lesbian. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. I just got off the phone with the insurance company for my broken phone. The saga continues one week later. This has been just ongoing, 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 step by step by step. And they assured me that they have cut me a check. They, they basically said, you need to go buy yourself a phone and we'll reimburse you minus the the. the, 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 the the deductible. <laughs> I'm, I'm so frustrated right now. I can barely speak. And then they put me on hold for 45 minutes. And then I found a website for people to report fraud and lies and cheats. And there's like 1,700 pages of people complaining about this insur- insurance company. Oh, wow. Yeah. So depending on whether or not I receive the check, is that's when I go nuclear. So that nobody has to go. Nobody should be paying for this insurance if they're if if they're not going to pay. You know, it's just ridiculous. So. So you'd go. You you buy from just anywhere. Like they don't care. Yeah, basically, they just said, "Get yourself a phone, and we'll give you the amount of the, of what you've paid minus the the deductible, up to a thousand dollars for the phone." Okay, based on your phone. Yeah. Huh. On the phone, my, my, like I have the 250 gigabit, like I get the biggest phone possible because I take so many photos. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, that's not a bad deal if they actually follow through. If they follow through. Right. So they sent me a FedEx returned envelope so that I could send them the broken phone. And they had the right address for that. But he read to me, he said, well, I have this address for you to send you the check. And it was the wrong address. Oh, come on. Was it, was it actually an address of yours at some point? Like, No, they oh. were off by one number. Oh, come on. Yeah. So anyway. This is like live edge of your seat coverage for our listeners here. And it's not me being entitled asking for them to make good on, you know, I pay every month on all of my devices. And if this is what you have to go through, like people should know that they should not buy from this company because they, they're getting away with it. It's not entitled for you to pay for insurance and then expect for the insurance to do what it's supposed to do. I mean, yeah, well, hopefully it works out. Yeah, hopefully it's, it's been a, it's just been frustrating, you know, sitting on the phone and filling out paperwork and faxing paperwork and scanning paperwork and that sort of thing. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's so. another thing. But... In the meantime, I'm waiting for a call from the principal of, of Lita's High School. <laughs> like right right now you're waiting? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean. Like is this a potential call? I could see like the guidance counselor pulling me in or something. Oh, wonderful. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, I don't know. So Lita texted me in the middle of the day yesterday, and she was super frustrated. And she's like, so-and-so is making fun of me and leaving mean comments on your photos on Instagram. Can you please say something about him on one of your Instagram stories? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so no. I went and looked. He had deleted some of the the meaner comments he left about her on her photos, but he was leaving really sarcastic ones on my photos. And so I did an Instagram story where I was like, hey, dude, what's good? Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Lita was just like, thank you, mom, because he, wa- he, wa- he, he would not leave her alone yesterday. He was just like, you know, you look horrible in that outfit and that lipstick looks terrible on you and you need to fix your hair. And like, he was just being a shithead. A little ass, sorry. Does she know him? Like, I mean, yeah, okay, I, clearly so, she knows him, but. So, so get this. Oh no. <laughs> he sent her a screenshot last night from his father that said, Two people have come up to me at this party that I'm at and said, what did your son do to piss off Heather Armstrong? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. And then he said, listen, dude, don't be that guy. Don't do that. There are too many assholes in this world. Don't be that guy. So his dad was on your side, basically? (laughs) Yeah. That shit is awesome. Oh, man. he, He sent it to Lita and he was like, my dad thinks I'm mean now. And he was in, he sent like several crying emojis and Lita was laughing so hard. And I was too. <laughs> That's so great. Thankfully, the dad was on my side because I could see the dad going to the school and being like, she's bullying my child. When all I was doing was like, hey, listen, I'm here. My daughter has access to me and my photos and my photo stream. So. Right. Well, I mean, it was basically just, I see you. Like, yes. don't like, be, hey, don't be a you. shit. Yeah. Like, don't do what you're doing. Stop. Well, it's just, it's funny on so many levels because clearly his his dad knows who you are. <laughs> but his dad also, it seems, realizes that you wouldn't do something like that just to be a jerk. Like, there's a reason. Something happened. Yeah. And at the same time, he must realize that his son is capable of being a dick <laughs> because he didn't immediately jump to his defense. Mm-hmm. Which is which is just kind of a really interesting dynamic, but that is an awesome response. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I thought that the response with the father was like, especially with what's going on in the, in the country right now. This response from the father was like, oh my, I almost got choked up a bit. And I asked her, I was like, so did you know this kid from from elementary school? And she's like, no, he used to take piano lessons from our same teacher. And I'm like, oh no, oh man. <laughs> Oh, wow. But I, it'll be interesting to see what happens today. But, you know, it really was. I was trying to be as as gentle as possible and saying, hey, listen, I see you. Stop doing this to my kid. Which I feel like you took a good approach because there was nothing. Thank you. There was nothing derogatory. Like I, I saw it and I clicked through because you tagged him mm-hmm. and looked at a couple of photos and just honestly assumed this was like an, an inside joke or something that I just didn't know about, but it didn't strike me as, wow, this is bad. So for yeah. an outsider that it didn't come across that way, then I don't know. I feel like it's 
was probably a neutral approach. <laughs> Although his dad totally picked up on it, which, God, that's so great. Two people have come up to me to this party and say, what did your son do to piss off Heather Armstrong? <laughs> oh, man. I, f- I feel like you need to send him a message of some kind and be like, thanks for, for being one of those guys. Like, recognizing... Yeah. Yeah, you know, I need to find the father's phone number and say something to him. That's so I mean, funny. he, the kid, sent me a message and said hello, Lita's mom, and I wrote, wrote back hello, you wrote his name, and then he said how are you doing? Oh jeez, <laughs> and I didn't respond and I didn't like mark it as read. So what I want to do is send him a message today and say, uh, you can tell your dad that everything is okay. <laughs> Oh, that would be so awesome. We'll see. I'm going to wait until Lita gets home to figure out what to do. This is going to be one of those really adorable stories where somehow over the next few months, they become really close. Yeah. Like, because if he, if he actually took the time to screenshot that Mm -hmm. and send it to Lita, he made himself vulnerable for one. And he didn't do it in an angry, like, you're a bitch. Why did you ever do this sort of way? It was more like, oh man, now I look like a jerk. Yeah, my dad thinks I'm an awful person. Right. Cry emoji, cry emoji, cry emoji. Which made me think that maybe in the ribbing that he was giving her, it was more of a, I know you and I like you. I and, was wondering, yeah. You know, and Lita had this sly smile on her face as she was talking about him. So, yeah. Anyway, I I have to be very careful because I have been called by the principal so many times concerning my website. I don't know. In this situation, you're kind of a wingman. That's mm-hmm. that's what has happened, which is awesome. Oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah, so we're that's part of what's going on, you know, with school. <laughs> well, that's better than missing the bus. It is. She hasn't missed the bus since, since we last talked about it. That's good. See? That's good. How is homeschooling going? Oh, awesome. It is is the utopia that everyone has always painted it to be. (laughs) Minus most of those really utopic qualities. (laughs) It's, I mean, he really enjoys it. I feel like it's been really beneficial for him and it's been really beneficial. It continues to be really beneficial for me to understand how he learns. And just how important little breaks are. And, you know, for a really long time, I kind of had this mentality that you should just be able to sit through class, which everybody does. I did it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, a big part of the reason that I left my job in 2014 is because I don't work well five days a week sitting down at a desk for eight hours straight. My brain doesn't work that way. I need to to get up sometimes and take a break. There's days where I'll work for six or eight hours straight, but I need those breaks. It just helps me mentally. Yeah. And I realize that's how he is, you know? That's how he is. That's how he can operate in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been been a juggle. The the drop-off and pickup times are awkward because it's only for two classes, and his school does i think it's even more than district wide but they do like early dismissal days uh-huh which uh-huh. would be hard enough 
with a full day, but what they, they then shorten all of the classes. So on early dismissal days, I drop him off, and by the time I get home, I have less than an hour right. before I have to go back. And that's even more fucked up when you forget about an early dismissal day and drop him off at the regular time, <laughs> causing him to miss a class, and then you get home and five minutes later you realize, oh yeah, I have to turn around now. Mm-hmm. Which is all part of the learning curve, I guess. Yeah, those early dismiss. why did they do that? What did they told me, because they, they basically get out an hour early is what it amounts to. And it helps, that time is for like, not individual teacher planning, but team planning. Which, okay. if that's if that's what they're doing, it's great. I mean, I can't. I don't know how effective it would be. Like, it's once every two or three weeks, so it seems like an hour would not be enough time. But I guess it's kind of, I don't know, a staff meeting sort of. So maybe it maybe it is good. It, it probably helps the teachers not have to stay as late. So that's nice. Uh-huh. The kids get out early. I mean, he he's happy. He doesn't care. But right. I mean, Marlo has a half day. Every Friday. Every Friday? Every Friday. Holy God. Wow. Yeah. And usually on the days when they have, like this Friday, they're out of school for, I don't know why. They don't have school on Friday. And usually the day before, like they don't have school is a half day. But for some reason, this one's not. And if you're not on top of that that calendar, then, I mean, just like you said, it's just like you forget and you it, everything is just completely chaos. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I had to go in and put all of the early dismissal days in my calendar. But of course, they're not mm-hmm. they're not every week or every other week. They're a little more irregular. So they all had to be done right. individually. Exactly. Which was a pain in the ass. But now they're all in. So I know when they are. But even 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 knowing, like I said, the window is so small then uh-huh. that it's really hard to feel like I, they, I have honestly thought about parking in the school parking lot and hijacking right. their Wi-Fi and working <laughs> from the car. I was going to ask you if you had thought about that. I, I don't, I mean, I feel like it would be the most efficient option. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. No, he, he likes it. He likes the balance. I think the social piece continues to be really, really important. I mean, he's not getting into it. I guess he's taking advantage of it as much as I would think. Like they had homecoming recently and he he's not a sports kid and he didn't go to the dance and I didn't really expect him to do either, uh-huh. but I wanted him to be at a school for homecoming week just to know what it's about. Yeah. And some schools it's a bigger deal than others, but it has, it's a pretty big deal. So it's just a, it's a thing. And then that caused some short days and that was, Oh man, that's why these last two weeks have been a blur. How did he, how did he like homecoming? He liked it. I think he, he liked it. He just doesn't get into it in the same way. And I think because he's so not into sports at all, there's really little to do. Yeah. Did he go to the dance? Nope. No. No dance, no game. And I honestly, I don't even know if it was a formal dance. I believe it was because I think you had to purchase tickets. But he just wasn't uh, wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Lita decided three days before homecoming that she wanted to go to the dance. Three days. Three days before, but she'd been kind of mulling over it, right? She had been mulling. 
<laughs> I'm going to tell this story. I should write about this. I'm going to write about this for sure. For those who don't listen to this, I don't like to shop. We've established this. Oh, yeah. I do not like to shop. And I've explained to Lita, we had a falling out one Saturday in the middle of this project that I was doing. She was like, I need clothes and I want to, I need to go shopping. And I was like, okay, let's take these next few hours and go shopping. And I started to have a complete panic attack in the middle of Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I can't that handle. store, I can say so many <sighs> things about that store. <laughs> she was angry at me for being, I was, I was trying to hold my shit together, but it was, I, I, there's something about all of the, I don't know, there's something about the experience of shopping, maybe because my mother took me shopping all the time when I was a kid and I just had to wait for hours and hours and hours while she shopped, like at JCPenney's and Sears, that when I go to a store now, I'm seized with wanting to leave. And she loves to shop, loves, loves, loves it. And we had a falling out one afternoon and I was trying to explain to her, I'm like, please don't take this personally. I just, my body has an involuntary reaction to being in clothing stores, especially. So, well, in fairness, I think Abercrombie and Fitch (laughs) is a store that it's acceptable to get anxious and want to freak out. Like it, the smell is overwhelming. The music is loud. Mm-hmm. I know I sound like an old man, but no, you don't. It, it is. It really is. No, like Matt. Remember Matt? Oh yeah. It took him eighteen months for him to tell me that the fragrance that he wears is from Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> okay, they actually made a really good fragrance several years ago. <laughs> yes, yes. What? He and he smelled great. What was it? I don't remember what it was. Was it Woods? Like he, Woods was great. I don't, I don't, he wouldn't uh. tell me. I'm like, what is that fragrance? It smells great. And he wouldn't tell me. And it took him 18 months to finally come clean about it. He was like, I'm too embarrassed to tell you. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh. So she came to me on, so back up, Cowboy and I have had plans to go to a music festival in Las Vegas four months like since i think we bought tickets back in april or may so this trip has been planned for a very long time all right and this this actually is the music festival it's called life is beautiful and this was the music festival this the las vegas shooter was had plans to do what he did at this festival but something came up that weekend and so he waited a weekend and did the shooting at a country music concert oh wow just a little tidbit of information. So security was crazy, but the festival itself was, it was lovely actually. And I think we've discussed the fact that I don't ever want to go to festivals anymore because of the standing and the lines. And, but this one was, um, um, there just wasn't as much standing and there were places to sit. And it was just, it was just much more chill and less of a scene. I, I had a very lovely, lovely, lovely time. Oh, I won't. I won't tell you about the fact that I got to go to the arcade fire after party. <laughs> oh God, really? Yeah. yeah well, you right. you shot their show several years ago, didn't you? Didn't you get a yeah. press pass? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one of the um, one of the brothers in the band, his wife reads my website, and I didn't get to meet him at the after show in 2011. And as I was leaving. He jumped into the elevator and said, are you Heather? 
And I was like, yes. And he's like, my wife said that I had to say hi to you. Oh, God. <laughs> she reads your website. So I contacted him through Twitter and said, I don't know if you remember this, but, and he said, oh, yeah, I absolutely do. You should come to the after party. So it was amazing. Anyway, it was awesome. It was great. Oh, I'm sure like, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had this trip planned for many, many months. And Lita came to me three days before homecoming. And she's like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. She's like, no, I really, really, really need to talk to you. I was like, okay. She's like, so homecoming. And when she's talking about homecoming, she means the dance part. Sure. Yeah. I don't think that she went to the game. And I said, okay, homecoming. And she's like, I want to go. And I said, okay. And she's like, and she just looked at me. And I said, do you want to go with a girl? And she's like, no, <laughs> no. I was like, okay, then why are you looking at me like that? And she's like, because, you know, I need a dress. And I was like, oh, God. So you have to go shopping? <laughs> says, oh, God. <laughs> she's like, I cannot believe that you are far more concerned about me getting a dress than if I'm a lesbian. Oh, my God. <laughs> that should that should really indicate how you feel about shopping. <laughs> Is she right? Oh, God. I said, okay, Lita, I have to, I have to, I'm leaving in like less than 48 hours. I have to pack. I have to like, I, when am I going to take you shopping? And she's like, calm down. She's like, calm down, mom. I just don't have the cash to get a dress. And my friends are willing to take me shopping. Is there anything I can do to earn the money? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give you the cash. (laughs) Take all the money. If I don't have to go. Here's, here's how much do you need? Just go forever 21, H&M, whatever. So she just shook her. She sat there shaking her head and she was like, I can't believe, I can't believe that. I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> That's awesome. But she can go with a group. I think we talked about that. Like she did. Girls go she with, with group. groups of girls. Yeah. Boys don't do that. Yeah. Like they either no, go with a date yeah. or not at all. Typically. Yeah. She went with a group of girls and had a gr- great time after completely flipping out while I was in the middle of watching a, a band. She's texting me frantically about nail polish remover and nail clippers and makeup and all this stuff that, you know, and I was telling her where everything was and she's just flipping out and like, saying really, really, really passive aggressive things to me over the text message. And I was like, I'm going to stop talking to you. You know, you, you should have planned for this a few weeks ago and I'm trying to help you from 700 miles away. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Did she chill eventually? Um, so my cousin was here. Uh, My cousin watched them this weekend and my cousin, I texted her and I said, you know, if, if you can calm her down in any way, thank you. And my cousin did her hair. My cousin did her makeup. So she chilled. She had a great time. I got home and she hugged me and she apologized for the mean mean things that she had said. You know, it was a great experience for her. So There's a lot of pressure on dances, Mm -hmm. I think. As a freshman, especially. I mean, in hindsight, it's it's stupid. But at the time, there's a ton of pressure. Mm -hmm. It doesn't 
necessarily justify passive-aggressive comments, but, you know, makes them easier to understand. I, I have to say, I went to Abercrombie. You did? Like three months ago. For what? I was getting something. <laughs> they had, I was, oh God, I was getting a pair of jeans. I bought, a, I, I own a pair of jeans from Abercrombie. So we'll just put that out there right now. It's just as, okay. I, I don't. I'm not judging you about that. They if they make a good set of jeans that fit you, I don't. I don't care. They do, honestly, any jeans that fit. But here's the thing: I used to shop there from time to time in high school. I would force my parents, and I remember. I did like distinctly, vividly remember my mom reacting exactly the way that you describe reacting in Abercrombie. Like a hundred percent, exactly the same. And I remember yeah. in high school. Like wanting to go in there, but feeling incredibly inadequate, like very uh-huh. self-conscious. I didn't, everyone there seemed super cool. I walked in there as a 34 year old man and felt the exact fucking same. Like <laughs> really oh, within, within two minutes. I'm like, why do I feel super anxious and out of place? I'm like, these, these people are like 17. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, for one, I don't care what they think of me. And for another, they're half my age anyway. Yeah. But it was just as soon, like once someone came up and greeted me, this guy, and it, my first thought, I'm like, he's way cooler than me. He's like way cooler <laughs> than me. And I don't know what it is about that. And I feel like it scarred me as a teen. Uh-huh. Well, the whole atmosphere of the store. So, okay. She, we, we bought her a pair of jeans at Abercrombie. We found a pair of jeans. So we actually, that day was not a wash. We actually got her a piece of clothing. I walk over to where she's looking at jeans and the top three rows shelves are size zero and size two. Oh yeah. The top three rows. So even if you wanted to get to size eight or size 10 or size 12, size 12 and size 10 didn't exist. It only went up to size eight. And this was not the kids section. This is the adult section. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. it's something that they're apparently supposed to be working on, but the the former CEO of that company, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically said that Abercrombie makes clothes for cool kids. They don't make clothes for fat kids. Like that was like came right. Out. He, he was ousted shortly after that, but that was their, their position. Like if you're, if you're not cool and skinny, then we don't want you in our store, which is probably why I felt out of place to be honest. With right. You. And this is the this is the fucked up thing about that is that if you look at me, I am conventionally skinny, and I run anywhere from a size eight to a size twelve, right? Sure. And yeah. and that and I'm conventionally skinny. You you you, you me, are skinny, yeah. And I that's how, my body. That's the, that's how clothes fit me. But when I when I saw those three rows of size zeros, I was like, "Oh my god, this is why I am panicking." It, the smell, the sound, the the pumping sound of the music, and then all these girls walking around with shorts that are showing their crotches, and yep. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah, it's a strange and and it is. I mean, we we had that episode some time ago about just body image, but even what that does. And I, I don't know, Lita's size, it's irrelevant, but for her to see three shelves of, you know, zero and two. Yeah. And, and you know, let's say she's four or six or whatever, like she's 
not wanted there. Clearly, Mm -hmm. they have more clothes for everyone else. Yeah. It's just not right. No. Is it is it no. still the cool is I is that still a cool store for high schoolers? I'm not sure. Okay. So the one there used to be one at this place called the Gateway and I'm you're probably thinking of the traditional Abercrombie where it's really dark inside. Yes. Do yeah. It's like that that to me is really fucking weird. Like are they trying to replicate like a dance club? Yeah, I don't know, but the darkness inside Abercrombie and Fitch really freaks me out. It feels like a haunted house. Yeah, it's, um, it was really dark. The changing rooms used to have just curtains that mm-hmm. were fairly high off the ground. It was it was a yeah. very strange atmosphere. So the one that we went to was at a an outlet mall. So there were actual windows and light inside. That would help. Which it helped a little bit. But again, the the smell and the the general feeling there. And maybe I'm projecting because I'm 43 years old and I'm looking around at these girls who literally, like, the shorts have gotten so short. I mean, they were short in my day, but they're super short. <laughs> I know that's why I told you that Lexton said with the new dress code, you can see a lot more. And I, the 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 outfits that they wear... I would have remembered if those were allowed when I was in high school. Like I would have remembered say it didn't exist. Mm-mm. It just didn't. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't go shopping. Shopping to me is not fun. It's over. Lita got to go to homecoming. Everything is okay. We're back on good terms. So Back on good terms. I don't mind shopping. And I don't have a choice because Lexton doesn't care. He'll just keep wearing things until they're... He will eventually complain, but it's well after he should have started complaining. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have any interest in picking things out. And it's incredibly, it's oh, incredibly frustrating. However... Oh my God, he is now in men's jeans. So the dilemma of trying to find pants that fit is almost gone. He's still in an absurd size because he's tall and thin Uh and that's challenging, but it's so much easier being able to buy length and width rather than just, you know, a kid's size because that's a exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I bet that would be an amazing feeling to be able to go, oh my God, I can walk in and buy him a pair of pants. Yeah. And I can now know his size and I don't have to wonder, yeah. you know, because I, I don't know what they go up to. I think it goes up to like 16 or 18 for boys. And it was just to the point where he could probably still fit in the waist, but there's no way the length works. Right. The length is always the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It cooled down here, I guess, while we were gone. And like this morning, it was really, really cold on the walk to school. And Marlo, of course, is wearing shorts and a short sleeve shirt. And she's just like, her teeth are, sh- are, are quivering. And, sh- and I was like, why are you wearing shorts? And she's like, because I don't have any pants. And I was like, okay, well, we'll go get you some pants this week. And she's like, and I need gloves. I was like, okay, we'll get you some gloves this week. And she's like, and I can't. I'm so mad about the snow coming because I don't have any boots. And I was like, well, we'll get you some boots. And all of this is like, I'm making a note in my head of all the things that I have to get her. And it's like, panic attack, panic attack, panic attack. So much shopping. (laughs) Oh, my God. You should pay Lita to shop. Oh, right. I should do that. Well, the thing like with with marlo she's a weird size she doesn't fit into you know clothes that fit a nine-year-old girl because she's an odd shape she's really tiny in certain places and her, she has no butt like i have no butt and so <laughs> things don't fit so you have to go in and you have to try things on and try things on and try things on and that's the thing to me that like oh it is so it's like for me it is like a lot of work it's a lot of output. Well, it's a lot of work when they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could I I could give Lexton three sizes and have them put them on and be like, tell me how they fit. And he'd say, fine, for all of them. <laughs> but I, it's so unhelpful. And then when I make the assessment, I'll decide. I'm like, well, these are the ones. These are the ones that fit. He's like, well, I feel a little big. Like 10 seconds ago, you said they were fine. So we're buying them. <laughs> I can't do this. Wasn't it Marlo too, though, who I don't remember the full story, but she was supposed to have put pants on, but some of them had a hole in the butt. Yeah. Oh, God. That was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't care. No. Um, no. No. And we'll just hit like an old Navy or something like that. And what I'll do is I'll find her size and then I'll buy like five pairs in that size. Same with her. But but like I I can't order gloves or boots online i have to go and have her try them on and have her walk around in them and you know which is i'm not you know this is just a lot of like complaining about stupid shit but it's just when shopping for me is like a huge anxiety trigger i become what what was the what was the term i become um what is the, her therapist came up with it anticipatorily overwhelmed oh right overwhelmedness oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense. I mean, but God, did I does she go through, like, is Marlo at the age where she goes through clothes or does she grow out of them? She grows out, uh, she grows out of them. Usually what we'll okay. do is we'll buy a season at a time. Yeah, all right. So we'll buy her the winter season and then we'll buy her the spring season and she'll have a, a little bit left over for summer. Okay, yeah, the lingering, yeah. Same, yeah, everyone always kind of told and us when when Lexton was really little is that boys are hard because they they wear through their clothes. Yeah. And he he never really did. He he grew fairly quickly, so it was always he would always grow out of them before he wore through them with few exceptions, which is almost harder. 
Because mm-hmm. if, they, if they're wearing through them and they still fit, you just go and get the same thing. But when they no longer fit, then you don't know and you have to, they're always at like a half size. Uh, well, there's also, I don't know if Lex, if, I don't know, Lexan doesn't seem like the kid that would be like this, but Lita is now like, I need a pair of Vans, mom, because those are the cool shoes or the shirts that I have aren't the cool shirts or the jeans that I have aren't the cool jeans and I need the cool stuff. And so it's not a matter of like going to Old Navy and picking out like five things that fit. It's like she wants to go to, you know, Forever 21 and H&M and get the cute stuff, which takes time to find. Oh, yeah. My mother loves to shop. And so I gladly write my mom checks and say, (laughs) go buy it. Enjoy enjoy your, your grandchild. Yeah. Yeah. Lexton is... Every so often, I can't remember if we ever talked about this. There was one point where he wanted, and this was like years ago, he wanted a particular Under Armour hoodie. And he's never, like, had never cared about brands, but really wanted it because everyone had it. And I don't remember who I was talking to, but they said the way they described it was that sometimes it's not about fitting in. It's about not standing out. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Very interesting way. And very true. But I live in a really ridiculous area where, so the, the brands that he comes home and talks about, like he keep one day, he's like, do you think there'd be any way that maybe we could get like a, like a Supreme sweatshirt? I'm like a what? Uh, no. I'm like the, the 200 plus dollar. No, we're not going to, oh. not going to do that. And then it was, what are those stupid shoes from Kanye Yeezy's? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He wanted a pair of those. Oh, I was like, okay. First of all, n- oh. no, just because on principle, no. But <laughs> second, you're going to grow out of them. Like if if I'm going to spend that amount of money on something, it needs to be uh-huh. something you're going to have forever. Like I have a couple pairs of of nice formal shoes, but they'll fit me forever. Right. I would never spend that kind of money on a pair of shoes he's going to wear for six to eight months. Yeah. And kids have them. Not like one kid, but multiple kids. Have Yeezys? Yes. Oh, my God. And the Supreme shit is unbelievable. I haven't even heard of that brand. That's how out of it I am. Yeah, you should look it up. It's not. Okay. I don't. I personally don't. It's one of those brands where it's not actually what they make. It is the name printed on it. Like that's yeah. that's it. It's absurd. I think we've talked about this. Uh, I would always try to get as much of their winter wardrobe or their, or their spring wardrobe for them before their father came to town to take them shopping because like, I will get them a sturdy, amazing jacket at Costco for 25 bucks, right? Winter coat, full hoodie, like, you know, it's fleece lined, whatever. Twenty five bucks, Costco. Because he, they're only going to wear it for a season, yeah, maybe two for one season. Yep. And he would go to REI and buy the coat that you know that I would never even buy for myself because it was too expensive. But like you said, it's like they wear it for one season, and then you spent all that money on that one piece of clothing that now you have to give to Goodwill or pass down to your cousin or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and in his situation, there's not even anyone to pass it down to. It would be, I would be passing it down to someone and saying, here, you're going to need this in four years. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it ends up going, and I don't have anything against Goodwill. I think I love donating stuff to Goodwill, but it just feels like a waste to buy something. And then six months later, bringing it there when I could just buy something for a quarter of the cost and it's going to do the same job, mm-hmm. especially when they don't care. And that, that I think, because that tends to be my approach, then when there is an item that he's kind of got his eyes on, then it's okay. Like everything else has been small and not that and Yeezys, but vans are big. He's actually been wearing vans for like two years because those are still really the vans are big, like Converse are back. And those are, vans and Converse are fairly inexpensive, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Vans and Converse. Like she came home one day and she's like, I just, you know, all the cool girls are wearing Converse. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Yep. <laughs> yep, it's all coming back around. Oh, and I saw at the at the music festival, I saw all these girls in Guess shorts. Guess. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Still, I mean, I remember the stores, but I didn't know it was still a thing. But the triangle, I like they were like the short, short, short shorts with the guest la- label on the butt, and I was like, "What? That's crazy." What's going on, yeah, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Some of this stuff doesn't yeah. need to come back yet. <laughs> well, the high waisted jeans, man. Ah, oh, God. I just I wear whatever you want. I don't care. I just don't get it. I don't. I. I don't they, know. The high waisted jean is the thing for girls now. But it has been for a while. Like it's it stuck for really quite a while. Really high waisted. Yeah. Yeah. Like the emphasis on the high waist is like a big thing now. Like buttons and stuff like that. And I do not look good in high waisted jeans. They don't feel comfortable. I feel like a clown. But the comfort factor, that's what I don't get. It seems like they would yeah. be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Men, men's jeans, though, haven't really haven't changed. Like, it's been the same, like, <laughs> have it so easy. straight, slim, so boot cut, relaxed. And I guess the, the cool cut shifts. Uh-huh. But you can easily, I mean, the, like, slim is kind of the thing, but you could easily wear boot cut jeans and no one's really going to care. Yeah, I feel like at my age, like there's you can you can have some staples that don't ever go out of style, you know. Right. At my age, we're there now. This, we're there this is where now. We are. I did feel I did feel that way at, though at the at this at this festival that I was at, the a, the average age was really really young, super young. I could feel it was the first time I've re- re- felt like oh wait a minute. That is an, it's like a 21 year old, 21 year old. And there are times when I feel like, oh my gosh, I still feel like I'm 21 years old. And then I hang around a 21 year old and I'm like, oh no, I don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, don't feel like them. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like you feel young at heart and you don't feel yeah. your age. And then you are around someone who is at the age you feel and you realize very quickly you are old. Like, yeah. Yep. I tried on pleats are coming back for guys. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, pleats. No. Yep. So I figured, you know what the hell? Maybe my memory of pleats is just bad. No, pleats just suck. (laughs) They're fucking awful. I don't. And I see pictures of people wearing pants with pleats and they don't, they don't suck. 
I, I cannot wrap my mind around it, but I tried on a pair and it was absolutely terrifying. Oh, no. Oh, pleats. No, no. I know. I think I I used to write about celebrity sightings uh, that in L.A. when I lived there. And I went to the CD release party for the first season of Felicity. Oh, my gosh. And I know. <laughs> I know. My life is weird. Uh, and... Jennifer Garner was there, and it was before Jennifer Garner married, what is his name? Noel, the guy who plays Noel. I never watched the show, so I can't help you there. And Felicity. Anyway, it was before she married her first husband, and this is before she was anybody. Nobody knew who Jennifer Garner was. And Jennifer Garner is at this party, and she's got no makeup on. Her hair is in a messy, not, not stylish bun. She's got her glasses on. She's got a kind of a dirty white t-shirt. And she was wearing pleated khaki rolled up khakis. Oh, man. Pleated rolled up khakis. And and then I remember years later thinking about that. Like, and like right now for me, like Jennifer Garner is one of like, I, I love her. I absolutely adore the woman. She is like just pure goodness and light. And I just remember thinking like she became one of the biggest movie stars ever, really, with Alias, with like, and she was wearing pleated khaki pants. It all started with the pleats. It did. Maybe that was the secret. So I should buy a pair of pleated pants is really what the moral of this well, story is. Well, just like study the guy on the on in the magazine or study the guy in the catalog and see how he's standing. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just put them on and stand that way. Find somewhere to stand. <laughs> it's like when you walk, the pleats kind of, they kind of, bulge out everything puffs out like from the waist to your like mid thigh it's just awkward yeah yeah i know they don't serve a a purpose (laughs) like that's what i don't get i feel like they just put pleats there to put pleats there i don't i don't know oh that's a terrible news i didn't want to hear that that pleats are coming back Ooh. but i you know i don't know how much they're gonna come like i said i mean men's fashion fairly consistent yeah although women's fashion has been the high-waisted jeans and leggings for years so maybe what kind of leggings are you talking about like black leggings the yoga pants i guess yeah that's my that's my staple yeah i mean yeah that i get that seems really comfortable so did i tell you about this i was writing in my book about how uh I was so depressed that I would stay in the same yoga pants for three days and I never wanted to wear anything that fit really tightly on my body because I just hated the feeling of clothing on my body. I was so depressed. Okay. And my editor wrote back and he was like, um, I'm under the impression that yoga pants are really tight. Aren't yoga pants really tight? Oh my God. And I was like, dude. I was like, dude, go go to go to Lululemon right now, and go to the guys section and buy yourself a pair of yoga pants, put them on, and change your life forever. Did he end up leaving that in? Like, <laughs> he did. I had to explain it to him. Oh, I was God. like, no, yoga pants are the go-to for when you don't want anything tight and like, yeah. What's well, like a different kind of? It's a different tight, kind yeah. of tight. It doesn't sque- it doesn't squeeze you to the point of like your you know muffin top right clothes abercrombie 
pleats. We, we, we diverted into clothing. It's all, it's part of it. I mean, that's kind of like start of the school year. Yeah. And it's a, it is a thing. It's like, you know, I, I said, you know, I'm doing their laundry like constantly now. And Marlo is into the long socks. She wears long socks every day, like up to her knees. Up to her and knees. And she's got like, oh God. Yeah. With shorts? She's like pip, pippy long stockings. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's going through those socks like crazy. Like I'm washing socks every day. And clothing is a big part of the start of the school year. It's just so, because you you start the school year in a certain season and then all of a sudden it gets, it's a, especially in Utah, there really is no in-between period. It goes from blazing hot to it's snowing. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. We have an in-between. It's actually supposed to be very fallish for the next week or so, which is awesome. I just realized this too. And this is a plus for... For pleats? <laughs> Looking for a plus for pleats. <laughs> Looking for a plus for pleats. Looking for a plus for pleats. Um, I loathe, loathe Halloween. Oh, yeah, we have it. talked about that. I hate it as well. Yeah. And maybe I th- I'm... I'm attributing this to the fact that I am now cohabitating with someone and I am with someone that I saw Halloween decorations at the grocery store and I wanted to buy them. Oh my God. What? What? No, no, no. Uh, No. You know why? Because it was like, he's there to take the pressure off all that has to happen for Halloween, right? There's so much that has to happen with two kids who love Halloween. Now do his kids like Halloween? I believe they do. So you have um, like four that like Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot that goes into, you know, the preparation and then the day of and all that sort of stuff. And like, I felt like this release of pressure when I saw the decorations. I was like, oh, there's somebody there who can help me. Let's get some pumpkins and carve them. Oh, God. How about some Halloween plates? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, the difference it makes. <laughs> I mean... That's a positive sign, but <laughs> no, just just say no to Halloween. I know. Oh, God, there is. There's Halloween, and then, oh, here we go. It is the gauntlet of, of holidays. Uh, we were going to, so we finished The Handmaid's Tale last night. Oh, yeah. And there is a couple, a very important couple in The Handmaid's Tale that I would be willing to dress up as to go to a party. Like, I, we... There are some similarities between this woman and me, like her blonde hair, and she's got really very sharp, like a sharp chin, like a sharp like um, cheekbones, and she's very evil. <laughs> so okay, is this has this been talked about? Are you are you gonna dress up? Um, Heather Armstrong. There's a, there's, there's a friend of mine who throws a party every year and like she encourages people to dress up. You're going to dress up and for Halloween. The guy who has the, the the man on the show has a beard. Joseph Joseph Fines, that's his name. He plays the character. Okay. And Cowboy has a beard. Cowboy wouldn't really have to do much to get dressed up. I would need um I would need a like a green dress and a green cloak, a green cloak. Well, you heard it here yeah, first. It, She's dressing up for Halloween. I don't know. We'll Buying see. pumpkin plates. You should get like some some ghost votive holders. 
Right. Like a centerpiece. Oh yeah. Oh man, with with pumpkins and like some fake spider web. Fall leaves. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Absolutely. It's gonna be some great. Candy corn. Candy corn. God, I already have candy yeah. corn. Ugh. Yep. I know. Lexton loves it. Candy corn and peanuts. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It is that season. So. So, if you've got, if you've got. Abercrombie anxiety. We would love to hear if you are excited about pleats coming back into fashion. Have, are you into pleats? Are you into high-waisted jeans? Are you into Converse? Are you into Vans? None of this is sponsored. Maybe those things have never fallen out of fashion for you. Yeah. Maybe you've been wearing high-waisted pleated jeans with Vans, which is awesome. Definitely let us know and send a photo. If that is send the case. Send a photo. Yeah. You can send that to stories at manicramblings.com. Or you can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash manicramblings. Yes. And until next time, just so we're clear... I, I care far, far less about whether or not you're a lesbian than if you're going to ask me to go shopping with you. It's been established where my priorities are. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.